Okay, hello everyone. What's um, up? Good to see you guys again. So today we got a couple things that we're going to talk about. So first, we're so we're going to do a review of uh, Bill and Ted Three, uh, the long-awaited sequel. Bill and Ted face the music. Face the music. Uh, Twenty-five years in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but so some unfortunate news that happened uh, yesterday. Uh, news was released that uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, passed away from cancer, um, and he had uh, he'd been he'd had the cancer for for four years. So he had had it since 2016. Um, and what's incredible is that he was still creating a lot of really great films during that time mm-hmm. um he made all the big marvel films he was in civil war infinity war endgame and black panther all during that time um yep. and it's just he was 43 years old it's just really sad that you know he passed away way too young i mean he he was superstar level yeah. superstar level of of an actor and just you know it just it just reminds you of how fleeting life is like a guy like him who's just one of the biggest people on the planet, even cancer can grab him unexpectedly. Yup. Yeah. Even my friends who don't really follow movies and they don't really know actors names and things like that. I got a text yesterday from one of my friends who was just like, Oh, the black Panther guy, this and that. And then he was like, wow, like we we're really all human, aren't we? And I'm just like, yeah, we, we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's how that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so he had, he had colon cancer and they said that, um, so they, they, put a post on his, uh, his Twitter page and um, uh, Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016. He battled with it for at least four years and uh, it's progressed to stage four. So, you know, he kind of was actually able to like kind of have a hold on it. um, But it just, you know, cancer is just, uh, it's just such a persistent thing. And sometimes it's so far along, you just can't overcome it. Yeah. When it, when it decides to, come back. I mean, I'm, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not an expert and I'm not telling people how this stuff works, but when it's, it can go, it can very easily go from manageable to you're dead in a week. So that is shocking to me. It was shocking to me when I read the news, but it also, I was just like, I've experienced that before in my personal life with other people that I've known. So it's like, like, yes, this is shocking, but also if he has had it for that long, uh, I, I can see I can see it now what's impressive to me and you mentioned this earlier is just the level that he was working at because he he honestly he reached a lister status right around uh, black or uh, civil war right like yeah. he was in a, he was well known but he had reached like now he was really uh, a lister status and so the fact that he was able to keep that physique and keep the whole actor thing going um, the whole time is is crazy to me I don't know how he was able to pull that off. I don't know how anyone has the discipline to do that. So I respect that a lot. Yeah. I mean, he must've worked really hard. I mean, if you just think about like those, those films are super demanding that basically yeah. becomes your life is doing the, doing the, the Marvel thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because around that time, I mean, he pretty much, he did a couple other films outside of mm-hmm. the big, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Avenger, especially like once he like, was having his own films and like was really uh, like with Black Panther and Infinity War and Endgame. Like he, that became like his slate of films that mm-hmm. he would do basically a whole year. He'd yeah. do like one Marvel. Um, but yeah, he's got some. If you really think about what he's done as an actor, the parts he's played. I mean, right. he played icons. He played, <laughs> yeah, he played he played Jackie Robinson. He played um, 
Thurgood Marshall. He, um, he played James Brown, like that alone. Like if you, if you done all three of those people, like that's amazing. But he was also in these massive, massive Marvel. And the thing about it too, is like, if you just think about black Panther as a film culturally, I mean, it's one of the most important films in American history. I mean, you know, there's all these questions like, you know, could a, could a film that's, all black cast is this going to be really successful and it was it was very 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 successful in the united states and worldwide and it kind of brought in a whole new sort of era of like what people think is marketable what's gonna what can work mm-hmm. in terms of a big budget movie because before people were like well you know unless it's like it's will smith or it's this person or that person but right, before yeah. before that point like he hadn't helmed a, a film that big And it was, you know, it made more money in the United States than even Infinity War did. That should tell you, like, how successful, like, that film was. It was a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, again, at that point, he'd been two years into the cancer battle. Yeah, I guess. Jesus. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's it's really crazy. And, um, yeah, I mean, this guy, he's super important historically as an actor and one of the greats of his generation. Yeah. And I think, again, he would have gone on at the if this never happened, you know, he would have gone on to just be an A-lister for a long time, I think. Yeah. um, What's interesting, too, is like, you know, basically this this year we got the five (laughs) bloods that he was in. You just mentioned 2020 this year. And I'm like, what about 20? What about? Yeah. yeah. It's (laughs) unmitigated disaster. Yeah. For everything. Everything's just been totally horrible. Um, And you're just like, oh, can it get worse? Yeah, it can't get worse. Can't get worse. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's like, there's one film that he, that's slated to be released in 2020 that um, looks like it may be basically the last thing Mm -hmm. he'll ever act in. Yeah. And it's, um, looks like it's sort of like a musical piece. Uh, It's got a good cast. Viola David's in it. He's in it. Um, The film's called uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that'll come out later this year. That, you know, that might be the last, the last thing we ever see him in that he acts. Probably, in. probably, yeah. yeah. And uh, I hope uh, people have been saying this on Twitter, and I don't really follow too much because everyone's just yelling at each other. But yeah. people have been saying like, it's just the logical, correct thing to do for Marvel not to recast Black Panther. Like it just is, and I just don't know if I have the faith that they will do that or not do that. Rather, I don't know what they'll do. I yeah. have no idea what they'll do. That's a really interesting question. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, you could go a whole bunch of ways with it. Um, yeah. I, honestly, honestly, I think I think that they'll. If it was up to me, <laughs> I would say, yeah, he he died of something. Oh yeah, sure. And, Paul and Walker, then, it. just make him go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just like have some kind of a basically a funeral at the beginning of the movie and then have, you, but you're going to have to go from score zero, right? With, with whatever the script, like they had ideas and they're going to have to kind of scrap them because. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. Happen. They should. Hope, yeah. They, they should. really should. There's, I'm, should. I'm all for, you know, fucking repurposing princess Leia and all that shit, but like, it's time to stop, man. Like just forget it. Yeah. I think, I think the Paul Walker stuff is a good example because yeah, I feel like they did pretty good by because he had a twin. Bob Walker had a twin. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. used his twin as a stand-in plus some other effects to pretty much finish 
out the stuff that Paul Walker had already shot before he died. Yeah, and they finished uh, his character as well, his arc. I mean, granted, not that the, those sto- movies are like very story heavy or anything, but like they found a way uh, to away. make him uh, go away without killing him off, without doing anything kind of like uh, over, you know, like egregious or anything. But uh, I, th- I thought it was pretty respectful. So, yeah, yeah, and hopefully they can do something similar with uh, with his character. Um, yeah, and you know, especially in a way that feels like a tribute to the character too. Mm-hmm. To and to Chadwick in general, because he's now going to be so connected with with uh, with Black Panther, because you know, I mean, he made he made the the, the character like beyond yeah. just beyond just like a any comic book like super thing. yeah yeah it's like a culturally important character absolutely um so yeah so I guess like you know just to talk about him a bit like what were your favorite performances what are the things that really stuck out to you in terms of his work well. Again, it just sucks because uh, he had just got, other than the biopics, he had just gotten to the point where we were going to see him in more, uh, like, different interesting roles. I mean, for a while, yes, he did play the icons, but um, now after Black Panther, like, 21 Bridges, for example, I fucking, I liked it. It's, you know, it's a cheesy cop movie that I like. You know, I like those movies. I wanted to see more of those movies, uh, not like that, but just, like, different types of roles for him. You know, uh, but although probably my favorite movie that he's in is 42, if I had to pick one, but like there, you know, again, it's just, we've seen just a little bit of that greatness and, uh, I just wanted to see more. Obviously I was, I was following this guy. I thought it was, you know. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it, it does feel like, uh, you know, there's always something there. Like I have a lot of people have kind of been comparing him now to John Cazale. I don't know if you know, mm. John- Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it does feel similar. Uh, Kazale was even shorter. Time. He was like he did like five movies. I he think he's four. In, he, I think he did he exactly did four. four. It was like The okay. Godfather, The Godfather Two, Dog the Day Conversation. Afternoon. Dog, yeah, it was five. Dog so Day was Afternoon. Five, yeah, and um and uh the Vietnam War movie. Uh, Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Yeah, he was in those mm-hmm. five, all really good films. And then, and every single one of them uh nominated for Best Picture. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wild, wild. But he had done, you know, that guy was like in his 40s too. Like he had done a lot of theater beforehand. Chadwick, I feel like he was, um, like if you look at his thing, like he's been working for a long time. He's been in like, you know, Law and Order and shit like that, like working his way up. And so now finally having broken through the mainstream, obviously the industry is different now. Would have been nice to see what kind of weird stuff. Yeah. Or even just, you know, like seeing him do... um, just just do a film with with like a big name director that's not related to the big properties. Yeah. See them take yeah. on something else or take on a new IP. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that that would have been really interesting, but you know. Yeah. Um yeah, just like see see him do like another Ryan Coogler movie that was like not related to like any an of this stuff script or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just something different. Um and you know that's always what happens. Like you know, you kind of gotta do the, do the, do the, do the work where you, you gotta make the money. But then you exactly. can do the, the thing that you kind of wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like you know what what's what's something where he could give a really really great Oscar nor- performance where he would he, where he could have he could have won an Oscar or something. He absolutely he absolutely could have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's, it, 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 it's sad. It's really sad. And it just you know again like it just shows you like life is really fleeting. We don't know when our time is coming. And yeah. the thing about him, if you think about what he did 
once he knew he had cancer. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's really amazing. I mean, it, that's the thing that sticks with me. It's like he worked really hard on, every, on amazing projects and he yeah. didn't stop until, you know, yeah. until the they end. Said- if they said four years, you know, I mean, we don't know. It, it, and it sucks to speculate, but like if you dated back, like let's say, you know, in my head canon, uh, he he raps on Civil War and he's like, I'm going to be the next fucking superhero. This is incredible. And then he gets the news. Like, what do you do at that point? For most people, that would probably just ruin your life and you would just go into a slump, you know, and you would probably just die within a year. But he followed it all the way through. He followed the yeah. the, the whole Marvel thing the whole Black Panther thing all the way through. I mean, imagine, I mean, that's gotta be the timing for that. That's shitty. That's so shitty. So at the very least we have yeah, I know. that, that's like an upside, you know, that like the, the human spirit was able to to triumph in this yeah. particular case. But I mean, either it sucks either way. Yeah. Cause I mean, you just think about like all the Black Panther stuff and like even in, in infinity war, um, there was some really, I, you know, like there was a lot of stuff where people interviewed him. They talked about his character and he was like, oh, well, I'm not around. I'm not around. And, right. you know, yeah. when when um, when Endgame comes, like with that that portal sequence, he's the first person that you see through the breach. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, the whole MCU is going to show up and they're going to fight in this war. Mm-hmm. And it's just that that's a moment that, you know, I'll never forget. Yeah. It's like, you know, the the freaking portal opens and it's a silhouette and you see the three Wakandans. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's cool. It works on a lot of levels. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, you know, there, there are times when a character and an actor, it's like it's sublime. It's just meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I really feel like when you, everything about the, the, the Black Panther character was meant for him to play. It just worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the time period we had. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, rough stuff, man. Um, I'm definitely, now I really want to see this, this uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. That's going to go on my list of things that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Absolutely, yeah. And um, I mean, you don't know. I, I'm curious. I wonder if that's going to be our tiniest like 15 percent taste of the types of because you said it was kind of like a musical fantasy thing yeah i could, I could read you the so it's a chicago 1927 a recording session tensions rise between ma rainey her ambitious horn player and the white management uh determined to control the uh uncontrollable mother of the blues uh based on a pulitzer prize winning uh august wilson play so that's, oh okay that's, that's the, cool okay yeah that's not that that does sound like a you know, I guess more artistic or whatever. Kind yeah, of, maybe kind of maybe just a just a kind of a little bit out there. Like a, a the comparison that comes to mind is like when Heath Ledger died, uh, he was shooting the uh, what's Imaginarium, it, the the Doctor oh, Parnassus, Parnassus movie. Yeah, that's a weird that's a weird fucking movie. Uh, but he was also the type of actor at that point. He was he was already like he was going out there. He was doing all kinds of was, indie yeah. indie stuff. He was doing all kinds of cool stuff. So. Uh, we got, a, you know, that was a taste of like, oh, if Heath Ledger would have gone on, he would have made some of the most, some of the craziest fucking blockbusters and also some of the coolest, um, you know, yeah. fantasy, uh, you know, indie stuff. So for Chadwick, we'll see. We'll see Ma Rainey's and that'll be it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really sad, but, you know, that's that's life, man. We None of us know when we're going to when we're going to yeah. go. Yeah, we got to just spend our time as best we can. 
the people we care about, doing the things we care about, trying to make a difference in the way that we can. And he definitely yeah. did that. I mean, he, he did just like the stuff, even the stuff outside of being an actor, you know, like the stuff he did for, for kids, the stuff he did for, for fans, stuff he did mm-hmm. um, as an activist. Like he's amazing. And you got to imagine, you got to imagine knowing, having this battle constantly like he he probably fast-tracked a lot of that stuff he was just like i'm gonna put my fingers in all of these things i'm gonna make sure that like i do as much as i can while i'm here which is you know always what you want to hear so always the best case yeah yeah so yeah built a shit hand yeah man yeah um but yeah he definitely made the most of it and like that that run of films that he made legendary like legendary yeah 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 to, to end your life and you know um, amazing person, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, sad to see you go way too soon. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about film. Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, and uh, in the spirit of uniting the world, yeah, you know, be excellent world. to each other and party on, mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah. So, how long have they been trying to make this film? But I don't know actively, but I'm pretty sure it's been 25 years. Yeah. Yeah, I know. After the second movie, uh, they weren't sure if they were going to make another one. I, I don't know the history there, but I know that as the years went on, they were like, "We should do another one." The key thing to this is that Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter have always wanted to make another one. Yes. Um, so they were the ones who were like going back and forth, and it also helps a lot that they're actual buddies in real life, and they've been buddies since they were kids. Obviously, they were like uh, early twenties in the first movie. They were like twenty-two or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're close in age. So the fact that these two wanted to do it and that the two writers uh, stayed together and they wanted to do it is pretty much the only reason this movie can exist, right? Yeah. Like there's there's no way like a Hollywood studio – there's no Hollywood studio. Orion Pictures died and came back to life before this movie came out. Yeah. Like there, there's no there's no other way that this movie could have existed if it wasn't for the sheer willpower of the people involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's 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 a Hollywood story of like what it actually takes to make a film. It Jesus, takes yeah. persistent hard work, never giving up, and eventually your time will come, you know? Keanu's yeah. been on the ascent. Yeah. And a whole bunch of things happen about that Keanu, Keanu's yeah. been on the up, you know, he, maybe he's gone up and down, but like he was a superstar in the 90s. Yeah. So like the like this never happened. It's crazy to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you never know. And sometimes it's like the, the 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 last moment you would expect is a moment when it's perfect to happen. Right. Um, yeah, like you said, Orion just came back. <laughs> yeah, they came back like last year or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, sure, let's do it. <laughs> which is which is so funny because uh, I like a lot that uh, Face the Music is again all the people that were involved wanted to make this thing, and it is a very 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 concerned effort to make sure that they get everything right. They, they get all of the people that were in the originals as much as possible, get all those actors back, you know, get the, the writers and the, the cast is in even so far to the point that the original fucking studio that died is yeah. now back. <laughs> yeah. And like Orion has a great, like that, that Orion like opening, like mm-hmm. that they show it's just, it's classic. Very recognizable, yeah. yeah it's super recognizable. And, and they kept the same one. Like, they didn't update it at all. Like, the beginning no, of this movie is like the 80s Orion intro. Yeah. I mean, I've seen – there was another film that they did uh, that I saw. It was uh, uh, Gretel and Hansel. Same oh, opening. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. So they're yeah. just keeping that. They then. keep it, man. That's <laughs> like, sick. like they know what their brand is and they know what works. Sick. It's, it's sick. That, I love it. I'm, I'm going to check out some more of their more recent uh, yeah. output because, you know, a big fan of the 80s stuff. I'm, I'm a little bit of an old soul. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they're back. Bill and Ted are back. And um, there's sort of a prologue at the beginning. They talk about what their lives have been like mm-hmm. since the last movie. And they've kind of been successful, but they haven't really done not unite the world successful right they have not united the world and they're kind of their music's getting worse it's periodically getting worse yeah um so the beginning of the movie bill and ted they're at this wedding this wedding for uh was it ted's Ted's younger brother deacon yeah younger brother deacon and bill and ted they're gonna play this song oh by the way we should we should also mention they're married and they both have a daughter Correct. Now, at the end of Bogus Journey, they we 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 find out that you know they, they propose to their girls, their princesses, or whatever. Yeah. And then we see the two kids, uh, which I believe in that movie are referred to as the boys or whatever, like the Bill and Ted Junior. Uh, and then it turns out that they were actually daughters the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is totally fine. But it was kind. Of, it's kind of they poke fun at it in the movie. They're like, oh, I remember when we used to call you Bill and Ted, like little Bill. Yeah. And Ted. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. because yeah. I, I read an interview with the uh, Ed Solomon and um, Chris Matheson where they said like for ten years like they were working on this script and they they kept banging their heads against the wall. They were like, okay, so they have two sons, Bill and Ted Jr. And yeah. They kept grinding away at it, and they said that every single time they would come up with a new idea, it would just be a carbon copy of the same characters. Like yeah. there was no there, there wasn't anything to it. There was no uh, it wasn't going anywhere until they decided, wait a minute, what if we just gender swap it, you know, put a twist on it. And then they came, were able to come up with the script of this movie basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense. Cause that does make it to, otherwise. Yeah. It would just be there. It almost be like a passing of the torch that didn't. Yeah. Feel I mean, like a passing of the torch. this movie is still a passing of the torch. Right. Yeah. But like, it's like you said, yeah, it would have just been, they said that basically they just came up with a rehash of the same movie yeah. again yeah. and again and again, uh, which is what force awakens was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, franchises where that ends up happening, where it's just like, or it's just worse, or you get like Speed, Speed Two. Oh God, yep, disasters like that. <laughs> Love Speed Two, such so, a shit movie. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> Whoever thought like I saw this interview once with the producer of that, and he said uh, he saw he saw dailies of the boat, and he mm. just saw like a boat. It was like, dude, this boat's slow, and he was at that point, he was like, this is a disaster. Fuck. <laughs> and he's like, but it's too late. It's too late. You're imagine, yeah, imagine signing off like two hundred million dollars on a movie where you know that it takes place on a boat, and then you see the dailies. You're like, boats are slow. Yeah, <laughs> like they're that dumb. They just don't get it. I, it's like, yeah, dude, I love it's it. It's a cruise ship. What do you think? You think it's going to go five hundred miles an hour? Baby. I don't know, man. But um, this so, is this is an anti Hollywood movie. Proceed. Yeah. So um, the daughters are played by uh, is Bridget Lundy Payne and um, Samara Weaving. Samara mm-hmm. Weaving's like she's a huge yeah, star. Yeah, she's, she's a known I mean, quantity now. Yeah, she's a big time known quantity. And they give I really like Bridget's performance of the. Two I loved of them. it. I <laughs> thought it was just so amazing. I loved it. Really <laughs> like on the point. Ma- the mannerisms are just like like she do small things like oh my god, that was like right mm-hmm. on point. Like you mm-hmm. are a clone of him. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a female clone of him it's amazing and, 
I saw that complaint because I read some of the um, not critic reviews, but I read some like online reviews of what the the fans thought of this movie. And there's a lot. There's a strong. Well, first of all, you have the group of haters that are like, "Oh, this is just woke Hollywood bullshit." They made it about the daughters, you know, futurist female, all that. Like you always hear that. Yeah. And I expect to hear that, but um. A lot of people were saying that, like, oh, they're just carbon copies of Bill and Ted. They're not interesting. Every time the the girls were on screen, I would just groan, and it was so boring. And, like, yes, they are carbon copies, which kind of, like, goes against the point that I just made about the writers. But, like, for some reason, it works. And I think it works because of the performances. And I think it works because it's interesting to see these two conventionally girly girls act like Bill and Ted. I don't know. There's just something about it that works Oh, it's for me. fun. Yeah, especially yeah. especially with Bridget, it's it's like it's just so fun and yeah, like to see her like the way that she mimics the mannerisms. Yeah, like if uh, it was hilarious. if it was two like young surfer dudes that looked like Keanu and Alex, it would have not worked. You know, I don't. Yeah, think. It, yeah, it just it just would have felt too a little bit on the nose. Yeah, would have been like oh, that's the younger usis or something stupid like that. I mean, yeah, I might as well just be like they go back in time, get themselves again, you right? Know? Which I'm sure it was a draft. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they 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 then get um, uh, talked to by uh, Kelly, the daughter of Rufus, mm-hmm. and she tells Bill and Ted uh, brings them to the great leader, and it's like you have until X time to write the song that will save the universe and play it, or else reality itself, right? Reality itself will unravel. Yeah, because in the in the first two movies is the prophecy was always that they would write the song that unites the world and makes everything great or whatever. But the whole like the world is ending thing is new to them. It's that's new news. It's like, yes, you have to play the song. Otherwise, the world is going to end. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, yeah. our movie franchise will will have no yeah. purpose. <laughs> yeah. 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 We got to raise the stakes at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the the great leader gives them a bunch of like guitars and it's like, okay, make the song. But they're like, uh, we kind of suck right now. So yeah, <laughs> I, I love. There's a great line where it's like, in 1992, you play the Grand Canyon. Last yeah. week, you played the whatever dive bar to 40 yeah, people. <laughs> and, and everyone like, showed yeah. up. Everyone showed up because it was Taco Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. Whatever that means, because we're yeah. in the future. We don't know yeah. what tacos are. <laughs> I don't want to be in the future without tacos. I know. Anyway. <laughs> it seems miserable. Yeah, the future is kind of miserable. It always has been. It's it's always been weird. Yeah, it's a a mix of that. Mm -hmm. It's like that '80s kind of like cruel future. It's like really weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So they're they're like, what are we gonna do, Bill and Ted? They just don't know what to do. Um, And so then they decide, do what we did before. We're gonna hijack the time machine and go forward in time to find the moment where we um, wrote the song. song. Yeah, and just take it from ourselves. Yeah. yeah, great so logic. Was, it's like the, the the logic of the whole series, right? It's just like yeah, it's like stoner logic, you know, like the dude. But like, if we we must have written it at some point, so we go into the future and yeah. steal it from ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so one thing going back a little bit to um, there's a subplot with their wives that comes up, and mm-hmm. I thought I thought was really funny. <laughs> so they go to this therapist, and basically Bill and Ted are unable to speak about their wives outside of Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's almost like the relationship is the four of them, mm-hmm. not the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like so funny. <laughs> so it's like, like, hey, what, whatever the wife is like, 
I love you, and so does Bill loves the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and Bill love I, you. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It's like yeah. they're a thing. They're just a thing that cannot be separated. Yeah. And th- there's they do a good job of like uh, implying that if this seems ridiculous now, imagine that this has been going on for 25 years. So you can kind of understand why these characters might at some point want to look for something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but then there's sort of this feeling that there's turmoil in their, their marriages mm-hmm. that it, it could be ending. And so that's another plot point that gets brought up throughout the, the film is like, are there, are, are, is their marriage with the, with their wives going to be resolved or is it going to end? Yeah. 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 Um, well, every, it goes with the whole thing of everything's at stake, you know, every, the, the world's ending, we're going to lose our wives. Everything's at stake. Uh, and then at some point there's a killer robot that comes in yeah. and starts killing people. And then even more is at stake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they go, what, like two years forward in time to yeah. see their future selves. Mm-hmm. And they find themselves kind of, it's not, they're not totally distraught, but they're not, they're like playing a dive bar, right? They're playing yeah. a bar Yeah. and they try to run away and, um, and they don't understand why they're still playing dive bars if they will have already written the song that united the universe, right, and saved humanity. So mm-hmm. that be- they're like, well, if we weird, but okay. And then they decide to go even further into the future yeah. and further into the future. Yeah, they keep going further, and they keep kind of finding themselves uh, still. And they go again. They find themselves in prison. They go, yeah. uh, and before that, they go um, to a place where they think that they've finally done it. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that they're just like loitering at Dave Grohl's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they play them a song, and they're like, "Wow, this is like this is clearly the song that's gonna yeah. unite the universe." And it just happens to be probably like one of Dave Grohl's demos or something. Yeah, it's just a demo from Dave Grohl that he's not even gonna use. It's like it's like a it's like a B side of some. Uh, mm-hmm. some- mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a pretty pretty good scene. It was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Grohl shows up, and then that's when they. Bill and Ted, the the, I guess present selves, the the non time traveling selves get into a lot of trouble. They, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then SWAT, the police comes up and was it Ted's dad shows up. San Dimas SWAT is is yeah. so funny to me because fucking Ted's dad has always been the 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 chief of police in San Dimas in these movies, but then. I thought he was just going to show up because they it's the same actor from the old movie. So he's really old now. He's probably like in his 80s or something. Yeah. So I thought yeah, he was just going to – Yeah, I thought he there was just a cameo in the beginning at the wedding. And then mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be it. And then the dad shows up in the SWAT van. And then you're like, of course. If he's the, the chief of police, of course he would be leading the squad, the, the fucking SWAT squad. Yeah. But he's just like 80-year-old man coming out yeah. of the SWAT van. He's like, all right, <laughs> circle the perimeter. And you're like, hold on. What yeah, is that? like what is going on? <laughs> Yeah, it's great though. It's great. It's just like, again, it goes to the whole point of this movie. Just like we're gonna keep everything. We're we're keeping it together. Yeah, you know, we're keeping the yeah. band together. Like they're they're really um, trying to keep the continuity of the, yes. Of the film. Yes, yes, like that's everything what it is. you yeah. saw. And it was the brother the same actor. The brother was not no. Brother uh, was however, uh, the brother we should have mentioned for the for the fans, I guess uh, he's marrying Missy who is the same actress of as Missy in the first two movies. Uh, and she was the one who has been kind of passed around the entire <laughs> cast of characters, married and banged all of them. So yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a great gag where they're like, technically my father is his own son now. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's it's fun. It's stupid shit. It's just silly yeah, shit. I love it. Yeah, it's really fun. They play. They have a lot of fun with all these. Yeah. Um, kind of things for fans, like people who are really into. And I think if it wouldn't have been the same writers, I don't think they would have come up with the same, uh, like, kind of continuity, time paradox type jokes. Like, it's. Oh, yeah, no way. It probably would have made a lot of references, but this movie does a good job of not only making references, but like making new jokes and tying things together of the logic that is already present in the movies, which I really appreciate. So, yeah, at this scene with the SWAT, um, our killer robot makes an appearance and mm -hmm. uh, tries to kill Bill and Ted, but fails and kills the dad. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was so just like, oh shit. Okay. I guess yeah. that's one way to get rid of the dad. And then he's sent to hell. And then, yeah. And then he shows up in hell and you're like, oh, we're doing all of it. We're, we're doing, doing this all again. Of it. We're going to hell. We're yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing all of it. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, um, in, I guess what would be the present with the daughters, they um in the present they go back to the past. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a conversation like that, they, like the Probably. the thing that Hulk said in in uh in in Endgame, like if the future it, it, when if our if our past is our future, our future becomes our past or something. Right, like that. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and so our present is the past of our future. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, like, yep. Yeah, yeah. These brain like, mm -hmm. what? Um. So uh, Kelly comes to their present and is like. What the hell is going on? Because her mom is like, and so this is a big deal. They're like, oh, well, the prophecy might also say that the world is saved when Bill and Ted die. Mm -hmm. So they decide, okay, they're not going to get it done. So now we're going to kill them. And so they send yeah. this killer robot yeah. to kill Bill and Ted. But, you know, the killer robot's kind of incompetent. Which, I mean, it makes, it doesn't make, I mean, the t again, this is not the type of series that you think about the time stuff, but. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if Rufus was the guy that was championing them, it's implied that he's dead, but like he also is present in future future scenes in the older movies. So I don't know how any of that shit works, but somehow the future people, the great leader has decided that uh, it's also possible that if Bill and Ted die, yeah. we are saved. Yeah, and th I think they kind of play that off by just having Kelly and the great leader just have a lot of conflict. Like, like she's just like... Yeah, you know, mom, what are you doing? What are you doing, mom? You exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah. So Kelly and um, the daughters basically kind of just. I think the daughters they like hijack her time pod pretty much. Um. Yeah. Well, the daughters basically come up with a plan where they're like, because uh, there's this whole thing of like we want to help our dads, we we don't know how. Uh, and so they figure out that uh, if they're going to write the greatest song of all time, then they should have a backing band. So they basically rehash a little bit of the first movie where they go back throughout history and grab historical figures to play in yeah. this band. Yeah. 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 And so they get um, so they, they first they go, they try to get Jimi Hendrix, which makes Jimi sense. Hendrix is like, fuck off. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, I'm not interested in groupies right now. And so they kind of. Right. Yeah. They, <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I, I'm here to do LSD and jam. I have no interest in you guys. Exactly. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Everyone's talking about going to the past and future. Everyone's on LSD. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which makes sense. I, I, I'm i glad that he turned them down immediately because yeah. if you showed up in 1967, you're like, we're from the future. You're like, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. am I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, Here's some LSD. And you Aren't just, we all? You go away and I'll, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to band to play i got i gotta yeah. play the show so yeah i'll see you later so then they go back even further they go to 1922 
and they get Louis Armstrong and they show him like a clip on an iPhone on <laughs> of Jimi Hendrix like jamming. <laughs> there's a there's a great scene where uh, Louis Armstrong is looking at the phone and he's not like he's not so much impressed by the Jimi Hendrix playing on the phone. He's just impressed by the phone itself. And yeah. so he gets his band. He's like, fellas, come over here. Look at this. And there's like this great line in the background. Like one of the guys is just like, what is that doohickey? <laughs> Some stupid shit. Like yeah, that. stupid. Yeah. It's always fun it. the way that they like in in the whole franchise when they deal with um the the our main characters meeting historical figures and it's just totally wonky and yeah and yeah or, yeah yeah what was it the first one it was like they went to a bowling alley right at some point it was like um to was, grab it, someone no 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 but they grabbed them and then they they, they, they grabbed them and they, they, they basically had him oh, like in a waiting Napoleon. room. Yeah, yeah. You know, Napoleon. Like Napoleon's bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he like doesn't understand bowling yeah. shoes or whatever, so he like slides on the on the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like speaking of which, again, another thing that they're kind of bringing in from uh, the past movies, uh, time is unraveling. It's yes. totally unraveling, and so people are popping in and out of different timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus shows up in different places. <laughs> literally actual jesus yeah. <laughs> like like george washington, yeah george washington shows up in in the future and he's like what mm-hmm. um there's even a scene where like the the um the the wives are talking to the therapist and then they all leave and then george washington shows up on the couch i yeah and the therapist is just like no no i'm not doing this i'm not doing this no way <laughs> it's great it's a great good reaction yeah so things are things are timey wimey and totally looney mm-hmm. tunes. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so they so they the 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 two daughters, Jimi Hendrix says no, Lee Armstrong says yes. They then go back they go back to, to Jimi Hendrix and they and bring then, him Louis Armstrong. <laughs> but then but then they, again they make the joke where it's just like Louis Armstrong is still alive in this timeline. And then Hendrix is not recognizing the younger Louis Armstrong. Yeah. And then they have this like bicker back and forth. They're like, we should have just grabbed 65 year old Louis Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 But then uh, Louis kind of plays a plays something on the trumpet. And yeah. Yeah. That convinces Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Germany to get uh, Mozart. Mozart. And that was, that was a fun scene. So Jimi Hendrix plays like the electrical version, electrical yeah. guitar version of a, uh, of a Mozart song. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I like that they kept it uh, consistent with the first movie where Mozart only speaks German. He, yeah. he never speaks like none of the none of the like so- Socrates in the first movie, like didn't understand a word of English. But somehow they all communicate. Right. Yeah. There's like a point in this movie where they're like, oh, yeah, uh, Mozart told us this and that. Or, or uh, what is it? Uh, Ling Lun said this. And they're like, how do the, how are you communicating? <laughs> yeah, they just are. They just are. They just are. Yeah. And they're all OK with it. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, yeah, and at some point I forget if it was before or after. Like they, Kid Cudi gets brought into this movie. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I forgot about and, that. And Kid Cudi is like, like he completely understands the like how quantum physics works. Yeah, he's like this <laughs> metaphysical god ty- yeah. ca- type character that just like understands everything about time yeah, travel. Yeah, it's hilarious, but it's it was cool seeing him. Um, mm-hmm. It's like oh by the way it's Kid Cudi and uh, yeah. and then Kid Cudi and like one of the one of the Bill and Ted daughters like have this discussion about how quantum entanglement works and like what's mm-hmm. happening and mm-hmm. it's really funny. It's just, you know, it's, yeah. it's all over the place and it's great. Um, and so, yeah, so, so they also get this, uh, was it Ling Lun? The, Ling Lun, yeah. Like a, I guess she plays a flute. 
Yeah. Way back in China. Way must back be in- some kind of incredibly legendary uh, historical f- musical figure that we don't know about, which I think was the intent of putting that in there was just like yeah. there are other historical figures that are not just like the quote unquote the classics, right? Like there's plenty of like amazing people throughout history that don't get talked about as much. Yeah. And so that's probably why Ling Lun's in this. Yeah. And the final person is uh, a, the, the most legendary of them all, Grom. Grom, a yeah. A cave woman from... Ancient Africa or something. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it was. Maybe it's, this is supposed to be like the first drummer. Maybe that's the idea. Possibly, but yeah. The first this person is... to like take a, take, a, take a thing, create a drum, and then beat it with a, mm-hmm. a stick. Well, it's, there's this incredible shot of when they peek into her tent... Uh, it's like of the drum set. She already has like a full set, like made out of bongos and like bones and things like that. And it's like smoky, kind of like a concert. And she's just playing these, banging these drums in her little tent. Uh, it was a really cool visual. Yeah, that was really fun. And then, but then she sees them and it's like, ah, and just runs away. Right. Yeah. You know, because, but just to imagine that, you know, 11,000 years ago, there was this insane, like Neil Pert type drummer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just banging away in a, in a tent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, yeah. So then at that point, like Bill and Ted are doing the time travel stuff and they're like in and out of stuff and they're trying to figure out what, what's going on. And so they, they go all the way back, all the way forward to like 2067. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. They, they go back, to, they go to where like Bill and Ted are 95 years old. Yeah. And they meet their really, really old selves and their old selves gives, the song to them finally mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. and they're also their their other selves have been very kind of assholeish uh they've always kind of stood in their way um mm-hmm. but this version of themselves are kind of actually helping them so yeah they, they give them the song and now they're like okay we've done it we're gonna now we're gonna go and go back in time and save the world mm-hmm. but then they they meet the killer android and um I guess we should go back a little bit more. The killer android kills everybody. Yes. At some point. Yeah, he sends like oh, the entire group, the daughters, the whole side plot with the with the musical people. Yeah. They all get sent to hell. Everybody gets sent they to hell. They all get sent to hell. Yeah. And so that's a problem. Uh, and then the the androids like, you know, they tell the android, oh hey, we got it. We don't kill us. We have the uh, we have the song. And mm-hmm. then he's like, oh great. By the way, I killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> And then, and then they're like, "Well, if if everyone's dead, if we don't have a band, then we have to go get them, right?" Bill and Ted logic, like, kill us, anyways, so we can go get yeah, Bill, them. Classic Bill and Ted logic. Yeah. But then he's like, "No, I can't do it because my programming says if you have it, I have to save you. I can't kill you." Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they kind of they kind of trick him into doing it, and then they all end up in hell, yeah, including the, the android, mm-hmm. including it, and even Bill and Ted are like, "How is this happening?" Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you get to these really funny kind of awkward interactions with the android. Like the android's kind of trying to be like personable and human, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that gag was dragged just a tiny hair, just a little too long. Um, I, I get it. It's funny. And it is funny. And the, the what's his name? Anthony Kerrigan, uh, who is, uh, if you watch Barry, you would know uh, who he is. Uh, plays the robot, plays it really well, like that awkward humor. But uh, I just thought it went on just a, a hair too long, the gag, where he was like, yes, we get it. There's a robot in hell, and his name is Dennis. It's funny. Yeah. But, like, just, you know, 
Because he like superimposes himself into every scene. <laughs> yeah, he's just like inserting himself. Oh, yeah. There was one that was really funny where they're like, oh, God, like Bill and Terry, like, oh, what are we going to do? He's like, yeah, what are we going to do, guys? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is terrible, guys. It's right, like, yeah. Like, he's like, part of the bro. team where he even knows what's happening. Yeah, yeah. it's like, bro, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, then finally, Bill and Ted, they find everyone, including, like, yeah, it's like Mozart and Grom and Kid Cudi, like, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, right. And so they're like, okay, how do we get out of here? Uh, well, we gotta find death. How did we? How did we get out of here last time? Yeah, exactly. Um, which was it, this was great. Like again, as like a fanboy, I was just like waiting for the moment. I was like, oh man, they're gonna. And they, they, there is a shot of death right when the dad gets shot. You can see him like falling in through this portal or whatever, and death is there with him. So they plant him early, and you're like, oh shit, death is in this movie. Like that's exciting. And he was part of the marketing, so that part was like a bit spoiled, I guess. I'm. I consider everything a spoiler. So I was just like, I knew he was in this movie. So like, we're finally building up to seeing death again, played again by the same actor, uh, doing the same stupid accent. And I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. And they have this, this long kind of diatribe about, you know, Oh, I was in the band and you guys kicked me out. And the, blah, blah, blah. It's just like this classic. Yeah. Cause the way that the second movie ends is like, he's part of the band. And then there's like, like any band that you look up from the late 80s, early 90s, or like a Guns N' Roses or something, like there's always this disputes of like who owns the name. Like they always have a bad falling out, and that's what this is parroting. And I thought it was so funny that Death would be the guy that they were like yeah, having yeah. beef with, and they have to resolve this beef before they can get out of hell. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, that was a really funny scene, like talking about like, oh, I was the best. That's like, oh, I was the best part of the band, like blah, blah, blah. This and exactly. That. Yeah. It's just like Axl Rose versus Slash or some bullshit. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And so then this is again where the daughters intervene and they're like, well, let us <laughs> let us like smooth we'll this over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, they convinced Death to join back in the band and basically help them get out mm -hmm. of hell. Um, so he does that and then everyone gets on the SWAT car. Yeah. <laughs> they get on the SWAT car. Yeah. Which is <laughs> the van also went to hell. Yeah, the van did go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> just totally crazy, just totally crazy. And yeah. everyone, including the Android, again, like with that joke continuing. Nonstop, yeah. 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 They all go back and now they're um they're in the middle of like a freeway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, in somewhere in SoCal, and so that's where they basically they figure out how to 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 put on the concert. Mm -hmm. And the there final happens to be because uh, the world is ending, right? So there's historical figures like popping all over the place, and so the freeway is blocked off and is locked. And there happens to be, thankfully, a Guitar Center yeah. van that is also on the freeway, so they're able to loot the Guitar Center van, which amazing product placement just like what yeah, a what a great good. way yeah so they loot the the guitar center van and they get like all of their equipment to set up for this concert it's like whoa bill did you know that guitar center delivers? <laughs> it's like whoa we have instruments now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny it's great it's great yeah. um yeah and so then the final piece of this puzzle basically is it's that yeah it's well it's also that the daughters are the one who are going to basically create the song 
and yeah. that they're just that Bill and Ted are just there to back up their daughters. So that was the twist to the movie. Again, we're like we're well into spoilers territory. If you care, you've already seen this movie, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that was the uh, that was another one of the things that I saw in the reviews of people who hated this movie was just like we this was the prophecy was that bill and ted were going to write the song now granted bill and ted technically still write the song right billy and thea uh <laughs> yeah eh, whatever but like people were upset they were like well this movie's not so much about bill and ted it's about the daughters it's a passing of the torch i feel cheated blah 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 but i mean it always was it was always going to be a passing of the torch right like as soon as you saw the daughters um so i i was kind of i was like whatever with it at that point you know but uh yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that Bill and Ted themselves don't get as much credit as they deserve, maybe, just based on the ending of the second movie. Because they basically write that song at the end of the second movie. Uh, and yeah. it's like a Kiss song or something. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was the twist, basically, is that the daughters are the ones who are writing the song. And then Bill and Ted are actually supporting and propping up their daughter, which is the whole message of the movie, right? Yeah. It's that your kids are your legacy and all that. Yeah, and... That well, they also there's also again more timey wimey weird oh, there's stuff. A, yeah, a lot of it. Where where they use they use time to give every like everyone ever like an instrument so they can all yeah. play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, th- at that point it was starting to lose me a little bit. I felt like they were just kind of rushing it at the end a little bit, and we can talk about that once we get into like the final thoughts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, and and they put on this thing they play the song and reality goes back to normal mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. is is uh is spared yeah pretty much and then it just ends like really abruptly <laughs> i thought really abruptly yeah like, there's, there's like no a, there's like a voiceover or something and then yeah there's no falling action it's just they play they write the song well they're playing it as they're writing it and then narration and then that's how it happened Bloop. credits uh, but the credit sequence is cool. There's uh, there just fans, I guess, of all over the world, you know, playing uh, the song or playing songs in general uh, are like uh, interposed with the t- with the credits, with the text of the credits. I saw some celebrities in there too. Like I think I saw Weird Al in there and a couple other musicians in the credits. So that was kind of cute. But uh, yeah, that's basically the message of the film, right? Is just the the it's a passing of the torch movie with Bill and Ted. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess let's get to the final thoughts. Like, how how did you like this film? What did you think about this in relation to the other films in the the trilogy? What did you think about it? I want to hear your thoughts first. I thought it was fine. Like, you know, me and my girlfriend, we watched it and we just we thought it was funny. We thought it was awesome. We, mm-hmm. we liked it. Um, it was fun. I mean, I think probably the first. Like, I I feel like the way that I watched the first one was like really kind of you know like there's. There was a time where you just kind of watch stuff on TV and it would just come on and you'd just be like, oh, oh what's yeah, that? 100%, 100%, yeah. It was one of those. And it was just like, okay. oh, this is interesting. And you just like, you just get engrossed in it. And you're just like, oh my mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, yeah. that discovery just makes you never forget it. And mm-hmm. um, I don't feel like I had the same connection with this film. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there was stuff that was really funny. I, I think the jokes, a lot of like, the, there was a good number of jokes that hit. For Very, me. they hit a lot. Yeah, they hit a lot better yeah. than I thought they would, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought they did a good job with that, and um, yeah, it got totally kind of convoluted. But I mean, always it's always do. it's always been convoluted. <laughs> they it's always not, do, yeah. It's not that's not the thing that I. It's not it's not like I, I want. You know, it's not primer. You're not like, well, how does the physics of this work? <laughs> it's not primer. It's not it's not interstellar. It's not any of that stuff. Yeah. It's just it's just fun. It's just 
just here to have fun. And yeah, I thought this was pretty fun. And I did like the, the passing of the torch daughter stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I, I thought that the daughters were really fun. Like the, the one daughter, like her mannerisms of, uh, of mimicking the dad was just like hilarious. It was just like so yeah. funny. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought she did a better job than Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving kind of did her own thing. I think she kind of just cool. Yeah, she was just kind of there, honestly. Um, really, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree with that. But the but Bridget, like, she really went in on like trying uh, to like totally like, mimic him. Eighties Keanu is, yeah. is like perfectly captured. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just so funny. It's like, whoa, this is like. A female version of him in a different body, acting right. the same way, mm-hmm. same weird manners, and the same way of speaking. It's it's mm-hmm. just so funny. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought going into this, I was a little worried. So again, big fan of the first two movies. Like I've probably watched them. I don't know. 50 times each like i love those movies and i saw them at a time you know like you were saying like uh when you see movies on tv or whatever like i watched them at a time when like i only had five movies to watch and those were some of the movies that i was watching so there was a lot writing on this and also there's all the whole development hell thing and i was just like is it gonna be weird to see these guys in their 50s um like their voices are different they're you know they look different their mannerisms are different the world is different like is this going to be weird and in the very beginning of the movie it's like a little weird right like Keanu Reeves's voice is like 10 deci- like 10 octaves lower right uh, Alex Winter honestly hasn't missed a beat i think he was fucking perfect in this movie um and then you you kind of settle into it and then uh, the jokes are really funny and i thought they did a really really good job there's a lot of these movies coming out recently one that i compare this to would be like jay and silent bob reboot that came out last year uh another one of my i just i love these like duos of like stupid characters types of movies i made one of those myself yeah. um i just love this genre like bad boys things like that and so uh i thought like Jay and Silent Bob did the whole daughter thing because they had the same plot basically. And Jay and Silent Bob was just the passing of the torch to the daughter with like daddy issues sprinkled throughout. But uh, I thought they they did that a little bit better. My my main problem with this movie with Bill and Ted is that it's too short. I get that it's trying to hit the same length as the old ones and it's trying to hit the same pace and it does have that because the old they're very fast paced. All these movies they just you go ah time traveling ah fucking Mozart's here like oh isn't that crazy. But um, I thought it was just a little too short and they try to cram too much into it. There's like at least three different plots that you have to keep track of, right? Like we talked about. And so I thought that the daughter stuff was funny. I like that they're doing a retread of the first movie. The wife stuff gets lost for me. It does get lost, yeah. And it's not that it's bad. It just gets lost. There's just too much happening. And then like um, then they they try to cram in the whole hell thing. Uh, The writers, once again, have a, a nice cameo. They had a cameo in the second movie. They had a cameo in this movie. They, they play the two demons where they're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they have the comments where like, oh, there's that a robot in hell. Like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they do again, but they hit all of the things. I just thought it was a little too short. Could have used maybe 10 to 15 more minutes, but I don't know if they had 10 to 15 more minutes of footage. I don't know if that's, you know, but if they could just like, again, we don't need to know the mechanics of how this thing works, but if they had just spent a little more time with each one of these plot lines, I felt like it would have made the movie a little bit better. In my opinion, yeah, but for sure. uh, in general, I'm I'm happy with it for a movie that almost never happened. This is this is about as good as I could have ever asked for. They have a very good director in this movie; like he did a very very competent job, Dean Pariseau. Um 
So I, I thought it was great. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't think it was, it was never going to be another, like, you're never going to have that moment again, right? Like the first time you saw Back to the Future, like, yeah. I don't care what movie Robert Zemeckis makes. You're never going to have that moment again, right? Uh, so I'm, I'm, you're never going to have the moment of like, oh shit, I'm seeing Bill and Ted again for the first time. But for what it is, I think it's about the best case scenario for this thing. Yeah, it's 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 super fun, and it you know it's just it's just like a fun button on, like, the, and I don't think it really, you know, there are some where you feel like it can undermine what happened before. I don't really think that happens. I wouldn't really agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do I do think that it was it was a fun way to like kind of add on to what's come before. I think so. I think so. There's a lot of these uh, revivals that are trying so hard to like the Star Wars, for example, trying so hard to keep the story going forward. Uh, I think this works perfectly. If the first two movies are the only movies that you've seen, you saw the ending, right? This is just a nice little, it feels like a party almost of just like, let's get the band back together literally and just, just do another one. Let's just do another one. And that's what this felt like to me. And it didn't feel like it shits on the old ones at all because it's very respectful to the old ones uh, because of all the talent involved. So I thought it was, again, just as good as you can get something like this 30 years later when the industry is different, the, world is different people's sensibilities are different like it, the fact that it works as well as it does is pretty impressive yeah totally um yeah so um yeah i think i think that's our feelings on bill and ted uh face the music final final score uh i would one? say i would say this is like a six and a half for me um mm-hmm. i thought it was solid not amazing uh but it was funny and there was a lot of stuff that was really really fun and but yeah i would agree with you like the ending's a little abrupt, and it feels like there's there's the denouement is not here. <laughs> it's Correct. just like yeah. Yeah, like yeah, hey, yeah. we did it, it's over. Um, yeah. But you know, like that sometimes that happens when you you can't like it was hard enough for them to make this film already, mm-hmm. and they probably just didn't have funds or something happened, and they're just like, well, look, we got it, we got it. <laughs> right, right. Let's put it out there. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, too, is if they had maybe, you know, just 15 percent more budget, this would have been a much better movie. But considering what we have, like, I'm really happy with it. I'll give it not to I'm trying not to be too much of a fanboy, but it's at least a seven for me. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think it was I think it was fine. I think it was a really good addition. I thought that actually like the a lot of the special effects were pretty good. They were, uh, they were the future stuff, the future landscape stuff I thought was really cool. And the, the hell was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like a shot where they're in hell, and then they kind of look over this cliff, and they just see hell, and there's like flying, burning dragons. I've seen that they're... shot in the in the trailer. It's like in every every like even the 15 second like Twitter version of the trailer is like there. It's all it's in every single trailer. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. tell they were happy they got that. Yeah, yeah, and it was you know it was good. It looked great. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it's a good film. I think it was a good film. Definitely worth watching. Worth your time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, is, is there anything else we want to talk about? Do we want to talk at all about, I guess, the the tumultuous process of this film happening, or do you think we covered everything? Yeah, I just I don't know. I haven't done. I've been again. You keep up with stuff like this, and the way that you keep up with any kind of current event stuff is you read an article every once in a while, and then you're like, oh yeah, it gives Bill and Ted's in hell, huh? So uh, I don't know the details. I haven't done like the full research. Like I haven't made a research paper about this yet or anything. But um, basically, the from what I can tell is. A couple of things were a key factor, right? It was the writers wanted to do it. Keanu and Alex wanted to do it. Uh, Orion coming back was a big deal. 
And then Steven Soderbergh was like the champion of this thing, which doesn't make any sense because he's not connected to any of the other things. But it does make sense in that uh, the way that Steven Soderbergh works is that he has his people and he works with his people and he'll do whatever the fuck. So uh, Ed Solomon wrote a movie for Steven Soderbergh. And uh, that was the movie that was supposed to start shooting in Georgia, right? Right when COVID hit, it was the one that he's making with George Clooney again. Uh, George Clooney and like a huge star started to cast because you know, Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he was basically like the one to make the phone calls. He gets an executive producer's credit who was just like, why the hell aren't we making this? The script was written in 2010. Uh, like, let's just get it done. And I do think it's amazing that, um, first of all, Alex Winter's retired. He's not acting anymore. He's like, he's a, actually like a really accomplished uh, documentary film director. Right, like he's had Oscar nominations, I think, for that. Uh, Keanu Reeves has once again, like, he's like ping ponged back into superstardom with the John Wick series and a bunch of other films. And so it's just amazing that these guys were willing to just put all of that aside and just be in this movie. Who could? I mean, this movie could have been a disaster, right? Yeah, totally. This movie could have been like a three out of ten, a mockery. But I think. <laughs> I think it could have been an absolute mockery, but I think they 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 treated it with enough respect, and I think they did a good job mm-hmm. with it. And that's about all I have to say. Yeah, because like it, you know, it was all it was it was the same actors, it was the same writers, it's a lot of the same people, even small parts like the mm-hmm. the dad is the same yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you were saying who was the 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 brother who uh, married? Yeah, Missy. Missy was yeah. was in it. Yeah, who same was, actor. Is, it's funny because like she was the hot one in the ones that were made thirty years ago, and now she's just I guess like a cougar kind of a character. It's, yeah. it's funny. It carries. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that you, you can tell there's a love there. There's a passion for mm-hmm. this really kind of unique film series. Think about it. It's oh yeah. It's, I, I still don't understand how that like that second movie in particular. I don't know how that got made. It's so wild. It feels yeah. like a like a ninety minute music video. It's with like crazy camera angles and just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Like it's crazy to me that there was a time when these movies were successful. Like what? <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's it's just it's just a random kind of miracle of, of film that these things happened and were successful and have have this sort of staying power in the pop culture ethos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I do think it has something to do with, you know, Keanu Reeves' star power and Alex Winter for a while there, like, was doing well in the 90s. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I think because it appeals to a large audience, like, a lot of these other buddy, buddy, buddy movies like Jay and Silent Bob or Bad Boys, like, they're aimed towards a specific audience. Like, this is not – Bill and Ted's not just for stoners. Like, everybody – it's, like, the spirit of it is, like, all welcoming, which I, I think probably helps a lot, too. Yeah, that, that the whole – stoner thing kind of I, I think there's something came out recently where they said i think even keanu said like oh they're not stoners which was right yeah yeah because they don't because in, they don't well, smoke in any of the movies yeah because they're, they're surfers right 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 which is yeah. the different thing there is definitely crossover but they're like surfer bros yeah not really stoner bros <laughs> but either either way like the you know the stereotype is in there so yeah yeah yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, bro, no, we just we just surf a lot. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're also happen to be incredibly stupid. <laughs> yeah, incredibly. Well, they're. I would say there's like a naivete, like that's their real mm, thing. Is they have true. this kind of this this this, and that's what's really appealing is like their outlook of the world. Like you know, be, everyone be kind to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the real thing that kind of brings all these movies together and kind of 
like, you know, like that's their worldview and it, it shows in every film and it's, you know, it's cute and it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And it's positive. And yeah, that's why it's transcends and it, it, you know, anyone can kind of get into these movies. I think so. Yeah. There, I mean, there's no reason this should have worked in the first place, but uh, I mean, well, the first movie was shot in 1987 and then get released until 89 because of, you know, Dino De Laurentiis and all this shit. Like they went under again, studios just keep going under when Bill and Ted's trying to get made. Yeah. So it is, a, it is amazing that, you know, they've, they've endured. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's our review of, uh, Bill and Ted face the music. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see, uh, see you guys again next week. We'll have maybe another film for you guys, another review. Oh, and- we sure will. <laughs> we don't, we um, don't know what it is, but it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks a lot, everyone. Have a great night. See ya.